Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, babies. Welcome back to episode 31. <clears throat> 32? 30? I know it's past 30. I think it's 31. Does she ever check before she hits record? Absolutely not. Anyways, we're back here. No schedule. Posting when we feel like it. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Feeling a little strange about it. But you know what? I think I have a good episode for you today. I. Uh, it is Thursday night, 11 p.m. I have had three glasses of white wine um don't ask why and um i wrote down 21 things that i've learned in 21 years is it my birthday no it's almost my half birthday though my birthday was six months ago so um this is kind of the halfway point so maybe i should have done 21 and a half things that i've learned in 21 and a half years but anyways i digress um I meant to do this when I turned 21 and then I never really got around to it because I was too busy partying and having a job. So instead I'm doing it now. Um, and I just in a slight alcoholic buzz wrote down 21 things that I've learned this in 21 years. And some of them are really intense. Others are absolutely not at all. But I thought, and also there's definitely a lot more that I've learned. I did not think about this list at all. I just like wrote one by one, like a thought that I had. Um, but I thought that this would be a fun thing. Um, so we can have our 21 things and we, hopefully I can do another one at 22 and see how that has changed at all. I'll just say the, like the word 22, like me turning 22. For the longest time, I thought I was going to be 18 forever. And then I was like, no, 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 I'm going to be 19 forever. And then COVID hit and suddenly I'm 21. But now I'm in this era where I'm like, <laughs> I'm 21 forever, which obviously is not true. Um, But yeah, I really don't know what prompted me to do this right now. I'm feeling, you know, when you've had like a couple glasses of wine and you just start like reflecting on life and you just get taken to a place where you're like, I should write this down. So I did that. And also, guys, I didn't write this down on my iPhone. I wrote this down. Listen to this. Oh, I should turn off my iPhone sound, but that was some paper ASMR for you. I wrote this down on paper by hand with a like pen and paper. No iPad here, baby. I've been saying the past two weeks that I need to get an iPad because everyone has an iPad and I'm so jealous. I want an iPad. I want to be an iPad baby. Um, but then I realized I don't think it's that I want an iPad. I think it's that I just need a pen and paper. So here I am with pen and paper now. And to be honest, it does kind of give the same uh, feeling that an iPad would. It's just that you can't play Fruit Ninja on this. But I digress. I digress. Let's just, should we just like get into it? I don't know if I have anything else to like say about my week. Other than that, I'm like so fucking busy all the fucking time um and tired all the time i've been having like classes until 8 p.m 
like most days of the week and I'm just a little bit exhausted, but it's fun stuff. So like, can I complain? No. Anyways, quick yawn, keep it healthy. Uh, Let's just start. So this is number one. Oh my God, it's so corny. (laughs) Guys, it's so corny. Don't make fun of me for this. I tried to like dig a little deeper. Number one is everything is a lesson, which is true. Um, I don't know. When I was younger, I felt a lot of the times a lot of shame when stuff would go wrong. I think that was like the ADHD in me and my um, anxiousness that I had as a child. But I thought that if anything went wrong, it was the worst thing ever. And now I still have those feelings sometimes, but I've really, really tried to grow into the idea that like when stuff goes wrong, it's to show you that like it's a reason for it. It's, it's teaching you a lesson. It's teaching you that next time don't do it like that or do it this way or learn from it. Um, And it seems like such a straightforward thing to be like, oh yeah, when things go wrong, don't worry. It's just a life lesson. But like when you have this like, pit in your stomach of like I used to get like if I got a bad grade in something or if a teacher told me told me off to be like oh Maya quiet down or something like I would get this eternal pit in my stomach where I thought I was gonna die because someone told me that I did something wrong where I was like no they were teaching me a lesson they told you to be quiet at this time and now I know that next time I need to be quiet but I would get this like cloud of shame over myself because I didn't do something right the first time and I think it's oh my god someone's blowing up my phone anyways I would I think that like to let go of this shame of doing something wrong has been a really I mean it's still something that I struggle with but like um has been really helpful to remind myself that like that doesn't need to be a part of your daily life anyways that was a little bit of a hard open here. Next one. Self-awareness is something that needs to be practiced. Yeah, that's true. I like have tried to, I don't know, at times in my life, I've pri- prided myself. I've had pride in myself that I am quite self-aware and understanding of like where I am. But I think inherently another thing about growing up and being in this age is that like, it's so hard to not just be like focused on yourself. So you can all like, that's how like most people end up hurting other people is because you're just in your own world. You're caring about yourself so much that you're not self-aware of like your other, the people around you and, and what your actions are resulting in. But um, no, I thought, I thought that like self-awareness was something that you just had And it wasn't until recently that I realized it's really something you need to practice. Like you really need to like snap yourself out of situations sometimes and be like, hold up, let's figure this out for a second. Um, And I get really annoyed with myself when I feel like I haven't done that in situations uh, where I'm like, oh, she was kind of being a dumb bitch then Uh, that like was very focused on myself and not understanding the moving parts around me and I think that that's very I mean it's very normal for young people to do it's very normal for older people to do we are singular beings we care about ourselves as much as people like to say that they're not caring about you know how they 
how they are, how their life is going, whatever. Not going to get into that right now. Um, but no, I think it's it, self-awareness is something that needs to be practiced. You need to like snap yourself out of situations sometimes and be like, let's be a little self-aware right now. Let's let's practice this because it's not something that comes naturally to humans, I think. Maybe it does to some. It doesn't – well, sometimes it comes naturally to me. But I think that it's like it's something that you need to put work into and put effort into to be able to – uh, see yourself in different situations from different perspectives. Number three is just unlearning exclamation point. This has been my journey in the past like two years, basically started at COVID where I was like, oh, I have a lot of toxic coping mechanisms. I have a lot of toxic ideas of what life is. I have a lot of... um a lot of toxicity in me basically but it was all from like you know childhood trauma or seeing things as a child or or not understanding things as a child that I realized I really need to unlearn these habits and these ideas of what life is um to be able to move forward and to be able to like develop into an adult Um, I think, I mean, if anyone's done like inner child work, a lot of that is unlearning because it's like it, you, you, you get stuck into the idea of like, of what traumatized you as a child. And if that is still something you're dealing with, then like, you need to unlearn a lot of that, um, stuff. Otherwise your behavior is going to be a little bit, uh, a little bit all over the place. Um, one of my, this also came because one of my current favorite songs right now is called unlearn. Um, it's by Benny Blanco and Gacy, Gracie Abrams. But the chorus is like, um, this, this is the one that gets me need to unlearn how to run when it feels right. I again was, am still one of those people. It's again, it's something I need to practice in my life that anytime something felt Like when I got that feeling where I was like, oh, it's too much. I run away from the problem. And that's something that I'm trying to unlearn. I'm really trying to like stick to things, especially in relationships, y'all. The second I start, like the second something starts getting serious with a person, then I bolt. And that's, you know, a a coping mechanism for me for my little bit of trauma in my childhood. Um and that's something that I really need to unlearn. I need to I need to unlearn that and then relearn good coping mechanisms, good good ways to communicate with people, good ways to communicate my own emotions. And it's still still something that I'm working on. But yeah, number one, but honestly, number one thing to, that you can take away from this, I think, is that unlearning is something you need to do. Number four is always carry a pen which I have not been doing recently. I haven't been carrying a pen with me, but guys, carrying a pen will change your fucking life. Cause most likely you'll have some little piece of paper in your bag or in your pocket because you'll have like a receipt or something, but to have a pen with you is very much life changing. You like don't understand how many situations in life it helps to have your own pen. The current pen I'm using is red and is from a hotel casino in Las Vegas. It's an MGM MGM resort. Did my mom leave this here? Why would I have a Las Vegas pen in my apartment in Italy? 
Anyways, always carry a pen. Put a pen in your bag. Make sure it has a cap, though, so that the ink doesn't ruin your the inside of your bag. Okay, number five. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do, but pushing yourself leads to growth. I think I have a couple that are kind of similar to this idea here, but 100%. I think um, being able to I think one of the things you realize when you get older is that there is choice in life, that there's choice between uh, decisions. Like you can, maybe this is just me. I like am really bad at making decisions, but I think you can realize that there's choices to be made um, and ones that will positively or negatively affect you specifically. Um, I also think that again, I'm 21 years old. The decisions that I'm making are based almost solely just on me um so yeah you can choose but pushing yourself so to go with the uncomfortable thing or to go with the uncertain thing will almost always lead to growth there's like that one quote that's like um what do you want more uh, the pain of staying or the pain of growth or something like that. I think I'm misquoting that, but I think this is that thing where it's like the, the idea where it's like you can stay in one place and, and feel comfortable in that. But if you push yourself outside of your comfort zone or outside of, of how you would normally react to things or something, then I think it can really, really lead to a place where you uh, learn something new about yourself. AKA, I think that's growth. To me, like learning something new about yourself is the ultimate growth that you can have as a human. Like I, those two mean the same thing. Okay, next next one we have number six. Feelings are temporary. Um, this is something that I again like have had to deal with a lot with, you know, soldier has depression, soldier has issues mentally sometimes. And I think that when you get really in your head with either sad feelings or even like overtly happy feelings, then you can really get to a bad place where you feel like this is going to be forever. Like this is your end all be all. And I think it's a very healthy reminder to be like, hey, in this moment, these are the feelings that I'm having. But when I'm out of this moment, I'm going to have different feelings. Um, I think it comes to relationships, how you feel about people, um, how you feel about decisions you've made, how you feel about anything, really. Um, and I think it's quite a comforting feeling. I think to some people, when you say feelings are temporary, that can scare them a little bit. Um, because some people get so extremely comfortable in the feelings that they have, whether it be for a person or for a situation that they're in or anything like that. But for me, it's more comforting to know that feelings are temporary, um, because it means that if it's bad, it can get better. If it's good, it can also get better. It can get worse. It can, I think it's normal to like, want to have fluctuating feelings. Maybe is this like a stupid thing to say, but it's like, wouldn't it kind of suck to be happy all the time? Like, isn't it good to feel things a little bit? I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to convince myself of that. Number seven is actually, 
I have taken this screenshot like years ago of fucking Eunice Benjima's sexy king of his Instagram story where I don't know if it's like his words. I don't know where he got this from, but it's a screenshot. And I have kind of lived by these words for a very long time. And it is you disrespect yourself every time you say yes when you really wanted to say no. Um, I think as a young woman, you feel inclined to say yes to a lot of things, a lot of things that you may be normal, like that you wouldn't want to say yes to. Um, and I think just a reminder of like, by saying no, you are respecting yourself and your wants and needs. By saying yes, you are respecting someone else's and you're putting someone else above you and yourself, which again, sometimes you need to do that. But at this in this day and age, Queen, I don't know, but at this age, at, at the situations that I'm in, I need to put myself first because I am a young woman. I'm here to be growing and to be to be, you know, bettering myself. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna repeat that for you guys because I think this is one of those where it's like, bitch, listen to this one. You disrespect yourself every time you say yes when you really wanted to say no. Think about it and apply that to your life. Number eight. Oh, this one's kind of cute. This one I really struggle with still. I get really, um, I don't know. I think when it comes like career wise or like kind of like what I want to do in the future, I get really anxious to say out loud what I want, what I, what my goals are and stuff like that. So Number eight is your dreams, goals, and aspirations are not unrealistic, are not unrealistic, are not stupid, are not whatever. I think that the best thing you can do for yourself is to write down a list of things you want to achieve and figure out how to achieve them. And I think speaking to people about them, vocalizing them, saying, hey, this is something that I want to do is a really, really important thing to learn how to do because I also like not to be like this, but it's like as a young woman, I think it's really difficult sometimes to voice a feeling or an idea that you have for your own future without it coming across as like, as I don't know, as like, I just have, well, maybe this is just like me being insecure about like myself and my abilities. But for me, it always is so nerve wracking to tell people like, what industries I want to work in or what I want to do or, or what my, you know, dream, dream company to work for is and stuff like that. And I think that like little by little, I'm getting a lot more comfortable to settle into the idea of like, you can do this. It's time to start realizing it. Um, which like, oh, wow, it only took me 21 years to figure that one out. Wow. Good job, soldier. But you know what I mean? Some, some of us are late bloomers. Some of us need a little bit of push. Some of us are a little bit mentally ill. Okay. Anyways, remember that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your dreams, goals, and aspirations are not unrealistic. Number nine is a stupid one, but it says always have sunglasses. Um, I don't care what time of day. I don't care what weather. I don't care where in the world you are. I don't care about any of that. Um, You should always have sunglasses with you. You never know when the fucking sun is going to peek through. You never know when you like have just cried and can just throw sunglasses on and cover your face. You'd never know if you, I don't know. I don't know. Sunglasses are perfect. They can hide your identity. They can protect you from the sun. They can make you feel really fucking cool. They can make you, you know, I don't know. Sunglasses are a necessity in your life. Oh, number 10, pick a drink you like and stick to it. Um, This is for my 18 plus year olds. But no, I think like the worst thing is like when you see like 18 year olds going to the bar and the bartender's like, oh, what do you want? And they'll be like... I want a fucking tequila sunrise. I'm sorry. That's lame as shit. If you're going to like a club bar and ordering that, what I'm telling you, sorry, I'm being aggressive about this, but I'm like, figure out what you like. That's like a two mixer. So either it be a vodka cranberry or a gin tonic or a vodka lemon or you know what I mean? Like just figure out one of those drinks because the other thing is, you're going to get into situations in your life where people are going to be like, what do you want to drink? And if you don't have an instant answer, it's going to be embarrassing. That is the other, well, just a little bit of advice here. If I like, don't know what I want, like usually I'll just say like a gin tonic. If I'm really unsure about like where the fuck I am or like what other people are ordering, gin tonic is easy. Vodka cranberry. If you're at the club and dancing, because like, it's just juice. Um, but if you're with like a with with someone, you can just be like, oh, I'll have what you're having. I think that's like the easiest thing if you're not picky about alcohol, of course. Like I'm not sitting, I'm not going to have a rum and coke with you. That's disgusting. But if you're getting like a regular drink, I'll have one as well. But anyways, figure out a drink that you like and have that as your like safety net. The worst thing is to like not know and just feel like whatever. Maybe I'm, Maybe this is just for me. I guess it, well, I guess it's just, I guess this list is just for me. I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of uh, drinking, my next one is drunk texting is okay. I think drunk texting is one of the purest form of communication. I, first of all, I think it's quite funny. Second of all, why not? If you have a little boost of confidence when you're drunk, do it. Um, and third of all, I'm going to say it again. It's funny. Like, it's funny to wake up the next morning and be like, oh my god, look what I texted this random man. I think it's fun. Also, or like swiping up on people's Instagram stories when you're drunk. Bitch. It's fun. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Never have I ever woken up the next morning and been like ashamed that I've drunk texted someone. Because you know what? You know what it means when I drunk text you? It means that I was thinking about you. You're welcome. That's all it is. Unless you're like drunk texting some embarrassing shit. But I'm talking about, you know, just a little like, hey, what's up? 
always just say, hey, what's up when you're drunk texting someone, never go into detail. That's embarrassing. I'm talking about a little fun chit chat. You know what I mean? It's also a good way to like weasel your way back into some people's lives. JK. I'm not joking. Um, 12. Clearly communicate your boundaries. Uh, not talking about this in like relationship ways. That's not something I know about, but in friendships, I think it's really important to communicate your boundaries with people. Um, just that you're always on the same page. And I think a lot of times I've watched a lot of friendships end because people just haven't clearly communicated their boundaries with, with, um, each other. And so if, if there's something that like you need this person to know that like oh if you do this it is going to hurt me make it clear they might still do it anyways but at least you made it clear you know what i mean catch my drift oh next we have number 13 we're already at 13 guys we're over halfway there um try and look back on past relationships positively um I I mean, I've spoken quite openly on the podcast that I've had a couple like big kind of friendship breakups that have quite hurt me. But um, I if I saw any of those girls walking down the street, I would still say hi to them. I and I have no real ill will towards them. We still have a lot of mutual friends. And yes, they've hurt me. And yes, I will say that what they did like really, really fucking sucked. But I can look back on on positive times with them and look back that like I don't think that they're the worst person ever. I just don't think that me and that person were meant to be friends. Um and I think that's a I think at times I'm like why am I like trying to be nice to these people? Why am I trying to like speak about them positively? But then I'm like, but you know what? You were friends with them for many, many years until you decided to stop being friends. So, like, it says a lot about you to decide to talk shit about them after you had this long of a friendship. Just remember the good times. You know what I mean? Number 14. Keep sharing music on your Insta story. Yeah, everyone always is like, oh my god, who like even listens to that? I'm I do not care. I will continue to tell you what I'm listening to on my Instagram story um or on my radio show, Mooder Vibe Radio. Go listen. It's really good. But no, I am one of those people where music is really a huge 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 part of my life and in sharing my kind of daily life through Instagram, music is part of that. So of course I'm going to continue to do that. And I also have Spotify premium. So like I'm listening to music constantly. There's no stop. So anyways, also today I've been listening to so much Amy Winehouse and Gracie Abrams. That's my music recommendation of the week, but only uh, like Frank by Amy Winehouse, best album ever. Go listen to it. Okay. We've gotten to page two now, guys. We only have six left. No, seven left? Seven left. Number 15. Outside your comfort zone is where you learn most about yourself. I think this is the same thing as the other one that I wrote earlier in this. I did say that I wrote these when I was drunk. But that's true. Outside your comfort zone is where you learn most about yourself. Um, that's why I try and kind of 
with my social anxiety and stuff like that, you really just need to tr like challenge it um, and put yourself out there and hope for positive results. It's the only way you're going to grow. Number 16, go on dates. This one's <laughs> so true. But I think it is. I think going on dates and meeting new people in like romantic, I'm putting that in quotation marks, um, situations is the best way to learn about yourself, is the best way to learn about what you look for in a partner, is the best way to um, practice your socializing skills, is the best way to practice your fucking uh, small talk skills. It's the best way to learn how you want to present yourself to the public. It's the best learning experience you can do is to go on dates with people and uh, learn how to, how, how you want to present yourself. And also just to learn about other people. And you know what? Maybe you also find the love of your life when you go on dates. I don't know. It hasn't happened to me yet. Um, but no, I think going on, like it's, it seems like such an easy thing, but it's like when you are kind of like, not stuck, but it's like when you have a group of friends and you're only socializing within that group of friends, you can often lose that like touch of like what it's like to be meeting new people. And I think going on dates is the best way to meet new people and um, kind of exercise that part of your brain that is the like social, how do I present myself? How do I want to be perceived? How do I, you know what I mean? Of course, you shouldn't be like crazy, like being like, how am I being perceived? Because we all get that way sometimes and it's not good for us. But if you catch my drift. Number 17, take photos of your friends. Yes, 100% take photos of your friends. Take photos of situations. Do it all. I think the best thing you can do in life is to have photographic memories um, and not just like posed Instagram photos. Glad we've kind of gotten past that point um of like let's all just always pose in photos but yeah take photos of your friends i think that's good advice um and i think if your friends are also taking photos of you then it's a symbiotic relationship you guys 18 is kind of a little bit embarrassing to read out it says be nice to yourself I, i'm sorry the fact that i need to remind myself to be nice to myself electric chair that's so fucked up but i mean it's uh wouldn't say i'm my biggest critic i definitely think that there's bigger critics out there of me um oh not gonna mention that i got a little cancel cancel last week but we don't need to discuss that on the podcast i'm over it um but yeah the the be nice to yourself that seems like such a simple, straightforward thing, but like, it's really d difficult sometimes. Um, and like, ugh, I don't know. I don't like thinking about that. I'm like, bitch, just be nice. Is it that difficult? Really? Um, oh, 19 is a good one. You feel best when your nails look good. It's one of those things where it's just like when you feel a little bit put together and for me like that little bit of put together is when your nails look is when my nails look nice or like when my hair looks nice then I feel a lot better about myself so that goes back to the like be nice to yourself if you know that's like something little like that will make you feel good go out of your way and do that because it's really going to 
elevate you in every aspect of your life. It's going to help you in your social life. It's going to help you in your getting work done, school life, whatever, because you're going to feel positive about yourself. If you are feeling negative feelings about yourself, either physically or mentally, then you're not going to be doing good work. You're not going to be a nice person for your friends to be around. Hence, you're going to lose friendships. That really got me like, how did I get from like, oh, I think it's really cute when my nails are painted to your friends don't like you. But you know what I mean? You win some, you lose some. Number 20, guys, we're in the last two. Number 20 is don't let your insecurities control your relationships. Again, I feel like we talked about this one a little bit. It's me having issues of uh, this. This goes back to the unlearning thing. Um, And it's I think I slip in and out of these phases of letting my insecurities rule my life. And I hate it when I get into that mode because to dig yourself out of that can get really, really difficult at, at times. Um, but if you, is like, I mean, step one is realizing that you're in that period of your life where you're like, mm, you're kind of projecting everything you hate about yourself onto everything around you. And you are being a little bit of a self-destructive bomb right now. But if you can pull your way out of that, um, I mean, if you can, you have to, bitch. There's no, there's no choice here. Um, but no, it can really, really strain a lot of relationships and the things moving around you, and that's not good. So don't let your insecurities rule your life, rule your relationships, whatever. And number twenty-one, babies, of twenty-one things I have learned in twenty-one years is don't run from love. This is something I've, um, again, only in the past couple of years really started to understand is that I used to be like, I used to run from love. I used to not embrace love and happiness and every, all the great things that come along with that. And I, I used to, I used to run from it. I used to, um, suppress all of that in my life and your life really gets a lot happier and brighter when you can see things through a lens of love and not through a lens of either your own insecurities or hate or any of that. If you can look at life through, I think it's like looking at life through lenses, like, wow, you're so unique. But like, if you can look through life, look at life through a lens of love, you are going to be much happier with yourself, with your relationships where you are in life, with your feelings, with everything. Who would have thought? All I need to do is be nice to myself and embrace love. Who would have thought it's that difficult for a little soldier? But it is. But I'm learning. And I mean, this is the thing where it's like, it almost like, that was 21 things. Isn't that crazy, guys? Um, but I think a lot of these things feel so straightforward, but like when, when you're in your own head about everything and you're trying to grow up and you're trying to become an adult, then I th think that it's so difficult to take a step back and be like, hey, you're not taking care of yourself or hey, you are looking at life through a hateful lens right now. Um, 
maybe it's just me. I don't know. These are just the things that I've learned. And I hope that either these resonate with you or you've learned something from this or you see yourself in me a little bit. Um, because at the end of the day, that's really what we're doing with this podcast is trying to see a little bit of each other through my singular experiences. At least that's what I'm trying to do. I don't know about y'all. Maybe you guys are just here to laugh at my misfortune. But anyways, I don't know. I don't really know how to conclude this, guys, other than the fact that, like, I hope that this, I don't know, it felt really good to write these down. Maybe that's an exercise you could do at home, too, is to, like, maybe not do all 21, but maybe write, like, 10 things that you've learned um, that have helped you in your journey of growing up um, and see which ones you feel are most important, see which ones you need to put more effort into, see which ones you feel like you need to practice a little bit stronger in your day-to-day life. And I also highly recommend doing it on pen and paper. This feels really medieval, but I'm living for it. It feels really nice. Um, but yeah, that's that's this episode. I don't know. I feel really fulfilled talking about it, and I hope you guys can take something positive away from this. Otherwise, um, follow me on Instagram at SoldierMaya or at MoodRevivePod. Um, rate the episode, share the episode if you liked it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling very, I think I'm just tired and a little drunk, but what am I not? <laughs> Anyways, TJF, this is coming out on a Friday. Remember when I used to come out with episodes every Friday? Ugh. I should kind of get back on my grind, no? Simone is the best, no? <laughs> I'm going to do a whole podcast episode in Bella Hadid's fake French accent. Simone is the best, no? Welcome back to another episode of Moodle Vibe. <laughs> uh, at least I can giggle. Oh, I didn't read anything about laughing in my... 21 things because laughing is something that I've also learned that like it helps have a little giggle and you'll feel better that's the other reason why I'm kind of addicted to TikTok because it's like if I'm ever feeling a little meh I just open up TikTok and I swipe the FYP a little bit and I giggle a little bit and I feel better about myself not about myself with myself um anyways let's end this here this is too much Follow the podcast, rate the podcast, share the podcast, tell your mom to listen to the podcast, tell your friends to listen to the podcast. Um, keep up with me on all my socials at Soldier Maya. If you ever want to contact me about anything for the podcast, I have an email, mood or vibe at gmail.com. And um, let's have the best weekend ever, TJF. Don't drink too much. Let's stay safe. Um, but party hard, baby. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. And I will hopefully speak to you again next week. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.